Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today, we're diving into a topic that is near and dear to my heart and has really changed so many things for me when it comes to the way I feel about my business, the way I show up in my business, the way that I support my clients, the way I live my life, the way I manage my relationships and the peace and presence that I feel on a day-to-day basis. Today's topic is all about the inner voice, and in particular, using the inner voice to guide you in your business. Since deepening into my inner voice work after completing my inner voice facilitation training with Jess Lively, I have made my inner voice uh, connection and dialogue the number one tool that I use in my business and to support my clients in their businesses. This has led me to experiencing like amazing (laughs) results in my business. It led me to launching in a way that felt super easeful and aligned and creative and inspired to me. And then having my biggest launches ever, which were 40K, then 80K and going on to 100K and to bringing in $100,000 in my business in six months. Um, And now I am allowing myself to prepare for my seven-figure business, which I love to mention here because I want you all to see what is possible in your businesses. I am not someone who had experience in business. I wasn't someone who thought that I could be an entrepreneur. I wasn't someone who thought I was super creative. Um, I did not come from a wealthy background. I am someone who had a dream and followed that sense of knowing one step at a time. And this has led me to where I am now. And what I love about being a business owner is that there is no limit on your freedom, on your creativity, your financial freedom, what's possible. You get to keep creating and experiencing more and really discovering the depths of yourself. And so that can be scary, right? (laughs) We all know how scary it is the first step we take in business, which is just to get started. And you know, the reason that's so scary is because really for most of us in our life, it's the first time that we are really expressing something that is true to us no one else. It's just us. This is our first form of radical self-expression. And because of that, all of our fears come up, right? It's like all of the mind's fears about fitting in, about belonging, about identity, about comfort, (laughs) about the unknown, like they all come in. And we feel this very visceral feeling of not feeling safe our fight and flight response is just going off. 
<laughs> and, uh, and then we have to learn how to manage that. And what I have discovered is that through the awareness of this other voice within us, the inner voice, as opposed to the mind's voice, I have been able to support my clients really leap forward in their businesses. And also while I was still leaping forward in my business, kind of using my inner voice sporadically since really being dedicated to connecting and following my inner voice on a daily basis, I have been like quantum leaping forward in my business and it's amazing. It's wonderful. And I want to share this with all of you because what is so far more valuable than you having a coaching session with me and helping you to manage your mind, which is the number one thing that most business uh, owners need rather than strategy, because that's kind of easy. <laughs> we it, It's the easiest part of it. What's hard is managing your mind along the way. So more than the mindset coaching that I've really dug my teeth into since going on my own self-discovery journey, which then ultimately led me to becoming a life coach and starting my business. I have realized that more than mindset coaching, while I do believe that that's still super vital because we have to have an awareness of our mind, that our mind is not us. We need to understand how the mind works. We need to understand how to intentionally redirect our mind to something that we actually want it to be looking for rather than just letting it control us. While all of that is really important, it takes us to a limit, right? The limit of the mind. And so what is actually way more powerful is for my clients and for myself to encounter the other voice inside all of us. And that is the inner voice, otherwise known as your intuition, that sense of knowing perhaps your soul. It might even be what you're describing when you talk about your heart. So rather than how, what words we use to describe this inner voice, What you will know is that you have another perspective inside you that comes from a place of love and abundance as compared with the mind, which comes from a place of fear and safety and protection and defensiveness and identity. And it's this feeling of this, like where you're limited, whereas your inner voice is like where you're expanded. So it can be this physical feeling of expansion versus contraction. And I believe that it's our job here on earth. We come in as these abundant, loving beings. And then through what we learn through society and culture and through the experience of having a mind in our, in our human experience, we then are conditioned with fear. We're conditioned with limitations. We're conditioned with uh, being afraid of the unknown, even though the unknown is the, actually the only truth that exists. Nothing is known. Nothing is really real. And so we then go about our lives constraining ourselves into this illusion, which is all made up within our mind. Now, to some degree, this fear and this feeling of this need for safety is necessary in terms of keeping our bodies alive in this human experience. 
But unfortunately, for, for a lot of the fears that we experience, they are no longer relevant right? This is where you hear about our brain just hasn't evolved to be able to distinguish between something that's actually a threat to our survival today versus something that was a threat to our survival. So for instance, fitting in with your community, that was something and in some parts of the world is still something that is an actual threat to people's survival. But for the most part, this new experience of independence and just think about this in terms of then with the layer of being a woman or being um, from a vulnerable or marginalized group or from a inverted commas minority. If you are not a, I guess, a white man, (laughs) there's like further conditioning on top, right? That's only very, very new around this sense of independence. We have not been raised for very long to assert our independence for that to feel like something that's safe to do because it was not. So it's only natural that our mind and our brains have not been able to evolve to where we're at today in this very fast moving world that technology is just rapidly expanding at a pace that we've never experienced before. It's not unusual that we we aren't up to speed with that as a species yet. And so that's where it's beautiful though, right? Because everything has like, everything's perfectly designed. The way that our life works is all perfectly designed. This is necessary so that humans can understand and be aware of the limits of their mind and also the possibilities of their mind. If we didn't have this awareness that we have right now, where we have this newfound like independence and freedom, and then at the same time, we're all contending with a mind and a brain that's saying, this is so scary. Don't do the things that you want to do because it might mean that you die. Or at least that's what it feels like in our physical bodies when we experience that fear. If we didn't experience this contrast, then we wouldn't have the awareness that there are these two perspectives available to us. We wouldn't learn that, oh, wow, when I feel afraid, that's actually okay. I can feel afraid. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's a physical feeling and I can love myself and, and hold space for the feeling. And I can recognize that once I do that, I then create space to think something else like intentionally and also to hold space for new emotions and feelings, right? We create space to feel what else is available to us. If we did not have this experience of this contrast, then we wouldn't learn this about ourselves. So all of these um well, this contrast that we experience as human beings with the, the the limitations and the expansion is necessary for us to access these new possibilities and ways of living and this higher level of consciousness. So there's not a problem here. It's all beautiful and perfect. But what I have found is that in my coaching, when I relied primarily on mindset coaching, it would take my clients to a very important um, place of awareness in their life. But then when it comes to the daily managing of the mind, it's sort of it's 
it's a tool that you need to have, but it has you're, you're still going to come up against your mind and need to experience it and and then question yourself and kind of like like you still feel like you're you're trudging along. You're not really soaring from this other perspective. So it can feel really hard when you're doing that yourself. And that's why coaches are so vital because they provide the abundant perspective. What inner voice coaching has provided myself and my clients is the ability to receive the abundant perspective from inside themselves always. Okay. So you've got your mind and your mind is really afraid but you also are establishing and strengthening a connection with the inner voice inside of you that always has a loving and abundant perspective that is not coming from a place of fear. And that is within you every single day, in every single minute, (laughs) in every single way. Even when you feel like it's the worst day of your life, you still have your inner voice there. And in fact, those times can be the the times when it comes through the loudest. So it doesn't need to be when you're in a place of panic in your life or in an extreme um, bottom for you to have a connection with your inner voice. You can start establishing and strengthening, strengthening that connection now, and you can use it in every aspect of your life, including what we've been conditioned to believe is really about, you know, what you do and the steps you take and the more masculine creative energy. Actually, you can use your inner voice to guide you in every single decision you make in your business. So whenever I notice myself worried about anything in my business, whenever I notice myself stressing, if I feel anxious, if I'm doubting, if I'm trying to make a decision and can't come up with the perfect decision, (laughs) or there's any sense of tension in my business or in my life, I know that I am trying to solve a problem that is coming from my mind with the same part of myself that has created the problem, the mind. And so that's why I feel the stress and the tension and it's completely unnecessary. I have the ability to find the best answer for me right now, which will always be an answer that comes from love and abundance in every single minute. So if there is a problem that my mind sees, I just get to ask my inner voice for an answer. And I don't have to think. I don't have to think about big strategic things in my business. I just get to ask my inner voice. I don't have to worry or stress anymore. And I I think I've shared on the podcast before that moment where I had this huge epiphany after I'd done my inner voice facilitator training I was worrying about something. I can't even remember what it was, something to do with my business. And then I had this moment where I just realized that, oh my gosh, there is never, ever a reason to worry, ever. There's nothing ever wrong here. Everything is okay and unfolding perfectly. I don't need to figure anything out. All I need to do is ask for guidance. And so that becomes what we are strengthening, our ability to ask for guidance from within us. And the reason that this is hard, I believe, especially for the people that I tend to attract who are 
people who are really in their core independent and pride themselves on that. We don't want to ask for help. We've been conditioned not to as a way to assert our independence and to create that sense of freedom in our life. And so when it now comes to learning that actually what we need to do is start asking for help and then that end, I mean, it's a beautiful thing when you realize that help comes from inside you, but the actual practice of asking is scary, is frightening. It feels like you're giving up something. You are putting yourself in a position of vulnerability or assuming that you're weak in some way. That's what we've been conditioned to believe through like a patriarchal lens. So as independent beings who want freedom, the last skill that we learn is our ability to ask and receive support. This is feminine creative energy, nothing to do with gender. I am never talking about gender when I talk about masculine and feminine energy. And I have to say the way that these concepts are spoken about, I know that these are like hot topics now. I've been talking about them since I started my business. It was such a huge uh, realization when I really saw this, the masculine and feminine energy and how they interplay with each other and where we're lacking. The the way that this is spoken about now, which has become more ma- mainstream, you do need to be careful because often it is being connected with like masculinity and femininity in terms of stereotypes, which just makes the conversation more gendered and uh, and also just sort of enables these uh, ridiculous stereotypes that limit all of us. Anyway, that's a side rant. So, <laughs> um, what we're learning here is a is feminine creative energy. What we're strengthening here is that feminine creative energy that's inside all of us. It's our bil- ability to ask and to receive. And this feels scary because of the patriarchal lens we've all been looking at the world through. So it's okay. First things first, it's okay if if to you it feels like unnatural, it feels like something maybe you're not good at. Just think, are you good at asking for help in your life in general? (laughs) Do you, when you have a problem, do you try to solve it yourself and maybe spend like hours, countless hours trying to figure it out yourself versus asking for help from someone who might be able to lead you to the answer? Are you someone who rather than working with a coach would sit there and try to figure it all out yourself and struggle and struggle and struggle as you, but uh, as you move forward a little bit, but don't really make leaps and bounds because you really feel scared about uh, feeling vulnerable by asking for help from a coach. I know that was me once upon a time. So it's okay that this feels unnatural and this is this is why it's difficult for people to establish this connection with their inner voice because it's not about thinking your way to something you're actually using a different part of yourself you're connecting with your inner voice which you connect through through asking okay you've got free will the inner voice isn't going to guide you unless you ask or unless you're in a very dangerous situation it's going to just scream and come through loud or unless you're like really ignoring its guidance eventually it'll sort of like hit you over the head and start yelling in some way 
But otherwise, it's this like whisper that's within you that you're only going to hear and receive from if you create space to receive it. So things like meditation, things like working with your cycle, particularly during your inner winter where you're resting and relaxing, or perhaps uh, when you're away from your everyday environment, maybe on a holiday or for some other reason, and you're out of your environment that constantly reinforces your identity and, and, and those habits, those habitual thinking habits, these sorts of things are times that, that, so meditation, out of your usual environment, uh, resting and relaxing during your inner winter where you're creating space. These sorts of environments are very good for establishing a connection with your inner voice. And it's because when you relax, when you don't have the world around you reminding you of the identity you formed in your mind, when you separate yourself from your mind and observe the mind rather than being the mind, you allow yourself space to hear from the other part of yourself, which is your inner voice. So once you start connecting with your inner voice and creating this dialogue, you will start receiving answers for your life and for your business that allows you to strengthen a new perspective of the world that comes from this loving, abundant part of you that then starts to allow your mind a new direction. So the way that mindset coaching and inner voice work works really beautifully in um, like together is that, so this is, this is where we come up against mindset coaching. Unless you've naturally got a pretty abundant perspective of the world. So for instance, I, I feel that by this stage of my life, I do have a very abundant way of thinking. And it's something that has just come through. Someone once asked me where I, where this came from. And it has been through listening to inner voices or listening to, um, people and teachers with really abundant perspectives and just really recognizing the truth of that. Like I love a course in miracles. I, um, I love, you know, channeled, um, entities as well. I love people love like Jess Lively or Eckhart Tolle or the, or Abraham Hicks, like all of this really abundant thinking allowed me to start learning this other way of seeing the world. And so over time, it's become something that's become new beliefs within my mind as well. However, when your mind is very, very fear-based and you're doing something like building a business, which is just a field day for the mind, it's hard to see where you can point your mind towards, right? So it's like, okay, I'm aware that the mind is holding me back. I'm aware that this is just me stepping in my own way and I'm coming up against my mind. I know how to be aware of the mind now. I know how to observe it. And I also know how to intentionally redirect my thinking, which is something you know I teach my clients how to do. But where am I intentionally redirecting it to? Because I can't actually see what that other abundant line of thinking could be for me in this situation. That's the problem. That's why it can feel like we don't move forward very quickly with mindset coaching. So it is important, but it can feel like you're coming, you just are still coming up against yourself and not really moving forward. You might feel like you're sort of in 
in a standstill, going in circles. So once you start creating this connection with your inner voice and asking the inner voice for guidance, it's going to give you that abundant perspective that you can then receive and say, wow, that's so interesting. You can then think about it. You can use your mind to think about why it might be true and start sort of trying it on. And then suddenly you have this like something for your mind to start focusing its attention on. Now, it'll still be like, that's not true. And these are all the reasons why not. But from your intentional thinking, you know to start looking for all the reasons why it could be true. And so now you've got a direction to point your mind to. And so together they work really beautifully. I also don't believe that just working with your inner voice is enough either because you still have a mind and you need to understand how the mind works. And you also need to understand how to manage the mind when it's throwing a hissy fit on a day-to-day basis. So having both of these tools and understanding of both of these perspectives inside you and how to use them in the highest possible way, in my opinion, is what makes you completely unstoppable. Yeah. So you learn how to manage and redirect your mind and you also learn how to establish that connection and dialogue with your inner voice. So the way that this looks like for me on a day-to-day basis is that when I start my day, the first thing I ask is I ask my inner voice for guidance. Inner voice, what do I need to know today? Or inner voice, what's my best next step today? And that is in relation to my personal life and then also my business. So the inner voice is what guides me and then In terms of implementing whatever guidance I've received, which is more like the big picture, it's the strategy, then I use my mind to help me execute that. Now, if the mind is confused about how to do something or if I've got lots of options, I'm going to ask my inner voice from the options which one to go with, right? So I never have this weird thing of trying to choose a million things. There's also, of course, like endless research we can do rather than doing that. I would ask my inner voice like where to start and then it's going to guide me to something. And so it's going to cut down the amount of time I spend on certain projects. Now, I also work with this also in relation to my human design. As many of you know, I've done my human design uh, reader training and this is now something I've I, I love human design I've, I've loved it for years but I'm now able to read charts fully and so we use this in the coaching that I do with all of my clients and it's so eye-opening so that also tells you your human design can tell you how you connect with that sense of knowing and it can also tell you um it tells you how you interact with energy. So for me, I know that part of my decision-making comes through my emotions because I'm an emotional solar plexus authority. And because I'm a manifesting generator, which is the same as a generator, I also make decisions through my sacral center. So something's either going to light me up or not light me up. And I know that that is a decision and it's part of my inner being also talking and speaking with me. I also know as an emotional being authority that if I am 
in a very high emotion or a very low emotion, so there's any extreme energy on either side, that's not a time for me to make decisions. I've got to come from a place of cool, calm and collected. So this helps me also uh, understand my connection to my inner voice and the best way that I make decisions in my life and my business too. So all hand in hand, these beautiful systems work together to make things really simple for me in my business. I know that nothing's hard. Like I don't need to figure anything out. I don't need to work out the best strategy or plan that it's just going to be revealed to me. But the difficult thing about your inner voice is that it's only going to give you (laughs) the next step, right? It's present moment focused. So it's only going to give you like one step at a time. All of the inner voices that I've dialogued with recently and held space for um, in our mastermind calls and mentorship calls um, and the one-to-one sessions I've been doing around those have almost all of them have said the same thing in one way or another, one step at a time. And that is so incredibly hard to accept for our minds because our minds want to control, right? Especially in our businesses when it feels so unsafe to the mind for reasons that don't actually make sense in the world that we live in today, but still feel like they're very true. So we, our mind does not like that. It doesn't accept that. But the more that you start following your inner voice and trusting, that's the key word here, trusting the inner voice guidance and just experimenting with what you receive and playing with it, you know, trying it on for a day, maybe then a second day and then a third day, the more you start building evidence of how this works for you. And then your mind starts to say, oh, wow, this is working. And whoa, I've been feeling less stressed and feeling like life is getting better and I'm receiving more and I'm receiving more results in my business, which for instance, with all of the amazing people who have come through my mistress mind, this is exactly what they discover is, whoa, okay, I've been, this has been feeling really, really hard for all this time I've been in my business because I haven't been following the simplest uh, and most effective strategy, which is simply to take it one step at a time and ask my inner voice. And so together we all build evidence that this is actually true, right? And we become these expanders for one another as we focus on following our inner voices in our business and seeing all of the incredible results that happen as a result of that. So it's just like you've got to play with it and you've got and your mind will start to trust more and more and more as you do that. Now, what becomes what is another challenge is That you, when you're listening to your inner voice, you are listening to the inner voice and then switching to your mind. So you're asking questions from the mind to your inner voice. This means that when you're having a dialogue with your inner voice, you're like switching between these two voices. And that can get really hard because rather than receiving an answer and just and really listening, your mind can come in and like want to get involved in the conversation and be super chatty. So this is why we create spaces called inner voice facilitation. And this is what, this is the coaching that I learned through the inner voice facilitation work I did with Jess Lively. So what we do in inner voice facilitation is rather than you asking all the questions from your mind to your inner voice, 
I, as your facilitator, am going to ask all of the mind questions. So you get to simply be in a state of receiving, listening to your inner voice for the entire time that we're facilitating that space for you. This makes it's so much easier to receive answers and to drop in even deeper into your inner voice and have a very um, physical experience as well. Like what does it feel like to be in that expansive energy of your inner voice? When you feel that and experience that to that depth, you just have a knowing, right? So it's all like the way that it's designed is you can have one inner voice facilitation session and like you don't need to have another one because now you know, right? However, what I have found and what a lot of my clients have found is that having ongoing inner voice facilitation spaces is so, so helpful because we then go out in the world, we get to, we, you know, get distracted, we live through the mind, we doubt, and it's beautiful to come back in and have these spaces held for you again, where you can drop in deeper and, um, and receive deeper answers and also really have that experience through your body again of that expansive energy. So I do love to have my own inner voice dialogue, but then also to top myself up with inner voice sessions here and there as I need them. And um, you can also have do inner voice coaching. Some of our inner voice facilitators, they offer inner voice coaching over a period of time, which is also a really incredible experience so that you can really establish that connection or focus on an area of your life. And it's also so amazing because as people come to like see me, for instance, as their inner voice facilitator, and I work on inner voice facilitation in relation to your business, which of course, is connected to everything in your life. So you always get answers for both areas. But um, as I ask questions of the person's inner voice, I don't actually need to know what they're worried about, what their mind's questions are. Like, I don't need to know any of that because your inner voice knows everything that your mind is worried about. It knows what's very present for you right now. So I can ask questions in a way that allows you to be aware of the answer your mind needs without me as your facilitator needing to know what your mind is even worried about, which is super duper cool. So in summary, Working with my inner voice and having this as the number one thing that guides me in my life and in my business has changed everything for me. I experience more ease. I experience more abundance. I experience more connection and creativity and life just feels so much more simple. And it's not just me, it's also all of my clients, many of whom are inner voice facilitators and many of whom are not inner voice facilitators, but have chosen to now become inner voice facilitators because they believe in this modality so much. So I want to say and just encourage you all to start connecting with your inner voice and receiving answers. And if you want to have your own experience of being held in your inner voice and receiving guidance 
on your business from someone who specializes in that, I have a really exciting announcement. And that is I'm going to be opening up just a few places each month. I don't know for how long where I'll be providing a one hour inner voice session for those who book in those spaces first so that you can experience the magic of this connection and dialogue with your inner voice. So if that's something that you're interested in, make sure you go to the show notes for this episode and you'll see the link to book in a session. I'll just be opening up a few places each month, probably the week before I I decide that I want to offer these because I currently work three days a week. And, um, and so it just depends on what's happening that month when I'm able to do them. So what I'll be doing is for this month, I'm going to be sharing some availabilities. So you'll go there now and you'll see availabilities if they're still available. And then I'll be announcing most likely just on Instagram stories every time I have some new spots available. So that would be the best place to follow me. Now, of course, if you want ongoing connection to your inner voice in a way where it's held for you, any of my group environments are a really, really amazing opportunity for you to have that experience because not only will you have the experience of connecting to your inner voice, but you're also going to receive and be in the energy of other inner voices, which just makes you so incredibly abundant and wise. And it just expands your perspective in a way that is truly amazing. Now, finally, if anyone wants to find out more about becoming an inner voice facilitator with Jess Lively, she is offering a certification training coming up in March. And um, if you want to know more about that and would love my thoughts on that, please feel free just to reach out and ask me a question or send me a message. I'm very happy to answer any of those questions. All right, my beautiful friends. So that is our episode today on inner voice and allowing your inner voice to guide you in your business. Start playing with your inner voices. And I am super duper excited to share more about this amazing topic. Oh, and I also want to let you know, for those of you who are interested in having a human design reading from me as it relates to your business, i.e. how you could use your unique human design to show up in a way that is most aligned for you and your business in the way that you also market and sell. I will be offering a few places each month that I'll be managing this in a very similar way to the inner voice sessions. So if you'd love to snag one of those first availabilities, you can check the show notes for this episode where I'll be including all of the details there. All right, everybody, you have a beautiful, beautiful week, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.